Welcome back to another episode of Blue Resilience. We're cruising right along. We are now on episode four, and I'm once again joined by my partner, Angel. Angel, how are you? And, and welcome back to another episode. Man, I'm doing good. I can't believe it. Number four, we're moving right along. So excited about today's episode. I cannot wait till we get into it. And we will get into it very shortly. We have a special guest with us. We kind of teased it in our last episode. But before we get into that, we are just going to talk a little bit about our Facebook comments and social media interaction. If you have any questions that you want answered about the Auburn Police Department, please post them in the comment section below and we'll get to them in the next episode. We definitely want to engage with the community and get that feedback. What do you think? For sure. We definitely want your input. We want to know what you would like for us to talk about. We definitely are using this as an opportunity for our community to know what Auburn Police Department is all about. And we just were just so excited to share. So we want to make sure we give you an opportunity to have a voice. And in the last few episodes, we've talked a lot about Angel's position here at the Auburn Police Department. But we have a guest with us who was very instrumental in bringing that position into fruition. So here we are. For sure. I mean, I we had to do this episode because without this individual we're about to introduce, there would be no chaplain program. There would be no wellness program. There would be no Angel Ogando. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, we're thankful, I, yes. Yes. Yeah, so very, very grateful to this individual. And if you don't mind, Colby, uh, I can just introduce him. Let's do it. And then you can take it from there. Uh, he's a good friend of mine. He's served here at the Auburn Police Department for many, many years. I'll let him explain that a little bit more in a second. He is uh, Commander Dave Colglazer, and uh, just so excited to have you here, Dave. Thank you for joining us, and thank you for be being willing to uh, share with us uh, your thoughts and to speak from your heart. Uh, thank you guys for having me. I, I think this is an awesome new thing you guys are, are starting here, and I can't wait to listen to it in my retirement, but I appreciate you giving me a shout to, uh, to be here and, and uh, talk to you guys. And yeah, we're jumping right into it. You are retiring after how many years here with Auburn Police Department? I have been with the Auburn Police Department for 28 years, 30 years total in law enforcement. I, I uh, started at the Port of Seattle for my first two years and then came to Auburn in 1995. What drew you to Auburn? Not a knock on the Port of Seattle, but uh, there's some always some good people that work there. But I wanted to work in a city environment where the port is unique and that they they have a lot of commercial properties and the airport, obviously, and things like that. But my dream was to be in a city environment, connecting with the citizens and 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 doing all those things. So, Dave, you've been involved in law enforcement for close to 30 years. Most of your time was here at the Auburn Police Department. Can you just share with us? Uh, just some of the different things that you have been able to do. Well, started out as a patrol officer, uh, like everybody does. My first uh, specialty assignment was probably my favorite. Uh, the best was uh, being a canine handler. I had a generalist canine, which is uh, the canine that tracks people and evidence. My partner's name was Bone, uh, named after Jay Buhner, uh, wife and I being Mariner <laughs> fans. They're on a roll right now. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Canine for about six years. When I got done with that, I came back to patrol and luckily was promoted to first level supervisor as a sergeant uh, shortly after that. During my time as a sergeant, I, I worked patrol. I was a property crimes detective sergeant. I was a major crimes detective sergeant and then also inspectional services sergeant. Came back to patrol for a short stint, but just before I was uh, promoted to commander in 
2011. And as a commander, I've worked in every division here in the department over the last 12 years. Started in patrol, went to administrative services, went to investigations, and then back to inspectional services as a commander where I am now and where I'll be leaving from. In all of your years, 30 plus years in law enforcement, what would you say that your biggest challenge was? Well, that's that's a great question. Uh, biggest challenge? Um, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. Uh, there's, you know, policing is a hard, stressful thing to do, and and there are, uh, you know, we have 118 commission officers here. There are many different personalities. I've I, I had struggles in times, mostly when I was a sergeant, with uh, some interpersonal stuff here with with other employees. Um, you know, nothing crazy, but just you know, people that had different uh, visions and things, and thankfully they moved on shortly after that. But, uh, you know, when you work with 118 different people in different levels, you, not everybody's going to get along uh, rosy all the time. And so I love law enforcement. I love being a police officer. Sometimes when I look back at some of my hardest times, which I guess we can get into, a, but it may be why I got into peer support and things like that. Emotional support was, you know, I, I, had, I had some uh, struggles with some other employees and things at times. So Dave, yes, being so involved with so many different specialties and just different opportunities, what led you into the chaplain work? When I became, uh, got promoted to commander, there was an assistant chief that was kind of overseeing the, the chaplain program at the time. Don't know if he was just offloading duties or, or spreading the wealth, but he, he asked me if I would uh, be willing to take on the chaplain program uh, as a new commander. Of course, I didn't say no, but... Uh, uh, I, I did have uh, interest, uh, it, it, uh, you know, I, uh, I'm a believer, so I, I felt like I could uh, fit in uh, that way. At the time, one particular chaplain, Jay Kuhn, if, Jay, if you're out there, shout out to you. <laughs> he, was, he was a great chaplain, great guy to work with. And so I'm like, you know, yeah, I can, I can lead this group. Chipped away at it from there and had quite a journey over the years, uh, but it's been enjoyable uh, having the chaplains. For people who may not know what chaplains are or what kind of work they do, can you kind of break that down a little bit? Well, chaplains are volunteers uh, with the, the PD. Our, the Auburn P, PD does it kind of differently than some local agencies where we focus on having local pastors, so Auburn church pastors, uh, so that they're serving their their own local community. We try to focus on that. Our, our chaplains primarily, they're Main goal is to, they respond to uh, tragic scenes, death investigations, and things like that. And they're there to support the family or whoever is uh, present there with the, with the, that scene. And they, they give them support. But the not-so-specific service they do is that they serve the officers. And when they show up at those scenes, you know, they're, the officers are professional in their investigations, but it can be stressful, uh, hard times for them as well. And, and just their... The, the chaplain's presence of taking care of the family's emotional needs takes that off the officer's plate, you know, so it helps the officers greatly. In addition to that, outside of those types of calls, the chaplains are, are available to connect with the officers and provide them that emotional support outside of any specific call, just to be present, connect with them. So can you talk a little bit about how you met Angel and how the relationship came to be and then how you decided, both of you, that you're going to develop this into something bigger that goes above and beyond even just chaplain work. So uh, I mentioned uh, Jay Kuhn. Uh, he was leaving our chaplain program, which was leaving us at the time down to just one other uh, chaplain that was fairly new himself. So I knew we had to try to find some, some more help. And 
Jay had uh, recommended Angel as Angel was uh, uh, the new pastor coming into Jay's church. So I, I met Angel a couple of times, just talked to him about the position and he, he showed interest and we kind of sucked him in. And uh, so he, <laughs> he started <hasn't> left. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So he started to, to volunteer for us in that chaplain role. And over and then over the years, we, we were able to, to gain others and we got it up to like uh, four or so chaplains with Angel. Angel was always kind of the uh, the unwritten leader of of the group, though. He, he was the one that was most engaged with the officers, the one that was most recognized by the officers. Just he 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 just did it right. He engaged with the department and and uh, was just a, a great presence for our program. We're, we're cooking along. Angel's just being at this great chaplain. And then one day he is in my office and he'd tell me about the, he's leaving his church. He's not going to be the pastor at his church anymore. And I had been kind of thinking over the years that as having the chaplain uh, under me, having the peer support under me and uh, fitness coaches and things like that, that uh, I wasn't able to give them the attention that they needed as cause, due to my other duties. So I always thought there should be kind of a full-time supervisor to these these units and so it just kind of hit me like you know man i wonder if we could just create a position for you here and have you uh, lead the the chaplains lead the peer group at the time thankfully the concept of officer wellness was becoming more common and was just with a lot of stressors that law enforcement has been through in the last few years this concept of officer wellness was there so i just kind of thought man wouldn't it be awesome if we could bring you on and in a, into a full-time position where you could focus completely on that. I could just kind of manage it, let you go and do your thing. I'll pay the bills or whatever. It, everything just started clicking into place. There was a grant that became open, an officer wellness grant, where I was able to apply for this grant. We got the grant so it could help pay for Angel to come on on like a temporary basis. He wasn't a full-time employee at that time, but this grant was perfect to pay for him to come on and Angel's going to know what I'm going to say, but basically we prove the concept. I, I keep telling him that let's prove this concept and this, and we can grow it from there. And Angel knocked it out of the park. It's everything was working great in this wellness concept. And he definitely proved the concept. We got, the, you know, the chiefs, the mayor, everybody's on board, happy with what, what's going on. And another grant opportunity came along, which helped a little bit, but we were able to, well, I should say the chief actually was able to manipulator our staffing to where we were able to bring Angel on as a full-time employee. And Angel, I'm going to turn it back to you now. There was probably a lot of uncertainty in your life after you left your church. So what kind of led to all this? Was it kind of like a blessing or or how how do you look at it? It's beyond a blessing. Just the way everything worked out and the timing of everything was, is just incredible. Even as I listened to Dave share the story of how it grew um, just sitting there at, in the room with Dave and him looking into my eyes and just, I could see that he has this vision, a vision that I resonated with, that I also agreed with, but we knew it was going to take time. We didn't know how long, but we were both willing to pursue this venture that could possibly be a tremendous blessing, not just to the officers, but their families, and also to extend that out to the community. And so it was an incredible start. And, and in five months, we were able to prove that concept. And so that's how fast things just began to take off. And it's been continuing to take off. And so we 
are just beyond grateful and excited to all of the things that we have been able to do together. And I do want to say, if anyone is listening out there, I do want to thank Dave. I am just indebted to him, just grateful to the friendship, the mentorship, the vision that he had and has to see something before it it came into fruition. And I've just been able to partner with him and we've just seen this take off together and we will continue to build on the great work that we've been able to do as we move forward. And maybe that's where we should go next, Colby. Dave is going to be retiring very soon. That's right. And so that I'm sad. Uh, I'm also happy for him. He's probably happy. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe we can uh, let Dave now speak as far as Dave, as you uh, begin the transition into retirement, as you reflect a little bit more about the work as far as what we're focusing on at this point with uh, the chaplain work, with the wellness work, uh, as you reflect, what, what have you seen as some of the successes and what, what's made this program as successful as it, as it has been? The, the success of this program is rooted in Angel in integrating and engaging with the officers. Um, we went to a, a wellness conference Angel and I did, and I'll, I'm going to screw up the quote, but I, I told Angel this a bunch of times that there was a class where the, the instructor said that the engagement eats the policy for lunch. Yeah, the culture, the, the culture uh, eats the policy for lunch. So it just stuck with me because we could have a wellness program and we could have a wellness policy. We could say we have it on paper, but it's, it, it's the work that makes it work. The stories. I mean, obviously, Angel is, deals in a lot of confidentiality. I don't get names or things, but I, I can get bits and pieces of the, the, uh, the level of engagement that he's made with some of these officers. I, I've heard several times, I think to myself, if Angel was not here doing this work, that would have never come out of the mm-hmm. officer, and they would have still been dealing with it. I, I'm convinced of that. And we talked about some of the stressors I had in my career and, and some of those interpersonal struggles with, you know, a, another, a fellow commander or, or a supervisor or something, people that were doing things you didn't agree with. And it, it was causing me a lot of stress in my life at the time. And we didn't have a, a, a source to do that. I, my wife was my source. She had to take all that in. I had to tell her about all the. So I'm sure your wife is pretty happy that Angel came aboard. Absolutely. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, for sure. And well, uh, the situation I'm thinking of, that person's been fired long ago, so that, that, that situation's taken care of too. But, uh, but yes, but the concept, when I say, you know, again, proving the concept, I, you know, over 30 years in law enforcement, I had, I had stressors, and whether it was internal here or out in the field or media perceptions or whatever, whatever it was, you know, and, and the officers need somebody to, to go to to provide that resource. I just reiterate, like, uh, the, the success of this program is, has been Angel's engagement and his earning their trust. But again, every little bit of success I hear that, that comes back, I constantly always think if Angel was not here doing this work, then that officer would have kept that in or, or it, would have, it probably would not have gotten taken care of. In your 30 plus years of experience, you got one foot out the door. You're about to be done here at the Auburn Police Department. With new officers coming in, what advice would you give them? What would be the biggest thing if you had to talk to them, one of them right now, a new police officer coming into law enforcement, what would you say, what advice would you give? 
definitely, I feel like I'm pushing this program, but uh, definitely engage in the wellness program because the wellness program is here and it's going to continue to grow. Um, so engage with that. You can trust it. It is there for you. Use it and, and please uh, have your family use it as well. And outside of that, uh, just in general, some advice that I was given as a young officer that I took to heart, and it, I feel like it's helped me over the years, is to, for young officers, to, to make sure that you have an out, a life outside of police work. Some of your cop friends are, are great friends, and they're fun to hang out with, and it's cool to do that, but, but don't always stay ingrained in that same group. Maintain your college buddies, maintain your fishing buddies, whatever, whatever it is. I, I felt that that was a success for me over the years that, that uh, I can unplug from law enforcement, hang out with college buddies or, or UW, just, unfortunately, UW, go dogs. <laughs> we get that on there again, go dogs. Well, Dave, thank you for taking the time to hang out with us and to share from your heart. Um, and we, we're excited for you. Again, you're going to be retiring soon. You deserve to enjoy it. Maybe Colby, we should have a future podcast and just uh, interview what it's like to, you know, someone who's retired after yeah. some time. See, see. Where uh, are you going next? What What's next? That's that's always the big question. Everybody's always got that. I uh, so there's no big plans right now. My wife and I had always had a plan for me to retire about this time, and she has one more year of work in her uh, in her work before she's eligible for her retirement. So we've we've kind of had earmarked Timed that perfectly. Had, we had earmarked that timing pretty good. So. I have a year to just kind of uh, relax and t obviously there'll be some home projects and things like that. And, and maybe I'll pick up some work, nothing too serious, but uh, so the best part is I don't have any real big plans, at least for the next year. Our youngest uh, kid is uh, going to be a senior in high school. So one more year hanging with him and my wife's got to finish one more year of work and then, then we'll figure out what, what's next after that. Okay, Dave, so just remember that whatever you decide to do, just know that you always have a place here at Auburn Police Department. We want you to know that we will, we will continue to support you uh, even as you enjoy your retirement. Please come, say hello. We will always stay connected. With that, that's going to be the end of our episode four. Make sure you like, subscribe. As we mentioned earlier, comment, leave comments so that we can interact with you and answer your questions. So with that, we'll see you in the next one.